Well, good morning and welcome back to our daily devotions, uh, your daily PPE. Um, I want to welcome you back to this Monday morning. Uh, April the 4th is what today is. I get my days right. Uh, it's been about a week since I have posted a, a devotion. I took a week off and um, periodically I'm probably going to do that. Uh, as we work our way and continue to work our way through these devotions and through these chapters of Psalms, Proverbs, and the Ecclesiastes. But um, but this Monday, I'm back. Um, it's Monday morning, almost the afternoon. And uh, the title of today's devotion is simply this, Sin Affects Everyone. If you remember, uh, and if you don't remember, I would encourage you to go back and listen to some of the podcast uh, from Psalms chapter 79. Uh, We've made it to verse number 9. We're going to be looking at verses 9 through 13 this morning. And uh, we're going to see the effects of sin, but not only that sin affects everyone, and when I say everyone, it includes the Lord. Um, Let's read this passage of scripture and let's just see what God's word has to say to us today. And maybe impart some wisdom into our lives. Psalm 79, verse number 9 says, Help us, O God, of our salvation. Help us for the glory of your name. Save us and forgive us our sins for the honor of your name. Why should pagan nations be allowed to scoff, asking, Where is their God? Show us your vengeance against the nations, for they have spilled the blood of your servants. Listen to the moaning of the prisoners. Demonstrate your great power by saving those condemned to die. O Lord, pay back our neighbors seven times for the scorn they have hurled at you. Then, when your people, the sheep of your pasture, will thank you forever and ever, praising your greatness from generation to generation. If you've read the first eight verses of this passage of scripture and of this psalm, you know that we all know the devastation that's come upon Israel, the the pain, the suffering, um, even the bloodshed that's come for the people of Israel. They've been taken captive, um, just a horrifying devastation, probably from the Babylonians. But we also know why this devastation has come to them. And it's because God has allowed it. It's judgment that's come to them because of their sin. It's important to point out here that just because God is love and full of mercy and full of grace, that is, that's part of God's covenant with his people, that he's going to impart this grace and this mercy on his people and give us that that's his part but we also have a part to play and that is repentance so it's important to note here that as we work through grace and repentance uh, that sin not only affects us but it affects the lord and sin affects god because of the actions of the people So many times, I find it very, very sad 
that when bad things or things that are out of our control happens to people or happens to our nation, so many times we want to blame God or maybe even become angry with the Lord. Uh, And we somehow think that by being mad at him, that's going to change his mind. Or for some reason, we think that God isn't affected by the sins of his people. But what this psalm brings about, about and brings to light and what we're going to see today is that as a matter of fact, this psalm shows that not only is man affected by sin, but God is affected by the nation's sin or by people's sin as well. There's four different areas I want to point out to you in these passages of Scripture as we close out this psalm. Uh, Number one, I want to show and point out to you that God's affected by the actions of the nations or the way that the nation or any nation reacts or acts to him. Verse number one Verse number 6 and verse number 10 point this out. First of all, in verse number 1, the psalmist says, The nations have invaded your inheritance. They've defiled your holy temple. Verse number 6, the psalmist points out, uh, he asks, he says, Pour out your wrath on the nations uh, that do not acknowledge you, that do not call you by your name. And verse number 10 um The psalmist points out that there are people who react that they say, where is this God? They call on this and they call on the Lord in times of tragedy. When tragedy strikes, I believe it it grieves the Lord that when tragedy strikes, it seems like it's then that people cry out to the Lord and only then. Um. You know, for instance, um, you know, several years ago, my my father passed away, and he had cancer, and and I had questions about, you know, I have prayed constantly about God healing him, and God didn't heal him the sight of heaven. Now, ultimately, I know that God healed him, and and my uh, my dad is in heaven today, and he is completely whole. But I had questions as to why God didn't heal him here on earth. And sometimes people cry out to the Lord in those situations. And I wonder what that makes God feel like or how God reacts to that when people only cry out to him in times of crisis. You know, they don't know God in a relationship type of way. They only know God in a crisis type situation. And honestly, I have to say that it probably grieves God's heart and it affects him in a horrible way when the only time we cry out to him is when there's devastation or calamity or a crisis. I guess I would say that this psalm points out that we need to have a relationship with the Lord all the time. To have a Then when crisis and calamity hits, maybe we would understand more about what's going on rather than just getting angry or upset and blaming we would understand the Lord and know the love that he has for us. Number two, God's concerned about the actions carried out by his people. Verse number 12, the psalmist says, pay back our neighbors seven times for the scorn they've hurled at you. 
Now this seven times, obviously the number seven has a, a spiritual um, implication. It's perfection. It's completion. It probably refers back to Leviticus 26.18 where God said, After all this you will not listen to me. I will punish you for your sins seven times over. Um, when the nations or when Israel doesn't follow the Lord, he promised them or told them he would punish them seven times over. I believe this promise is for every nation. We have the opportunity to follow after the Lord, and if the nation doesn't, then there's repercussions for that disobedience. And um, so sometimes it's the sin of the nation that has brought on the judgment of God. Number three, God's affected by the sins of our ancestors. Verse number eight, the psalmist says, please don't hold the sins of our past generations against us. Sometimes the effects of sin and what it has on us is because of our, our past. I truly believe that the United States is feeling the judgment and the wrath from God for the innocent blood of babies that is spilled out every single day. This 40,000 babies that are murdered. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about that today, but I could go on and on about that. But it affects the Lord. The sin of our ancestors affects the Lord. And lastly, number four, and this is probably the hardest one, God's affected by our sins. The psalmist says, help us, O God, our salvation. Save us from our sins. Obviously, Sometimes it's our sins that affect us and, and has a, an effect upon us. This is how come and why it's so important that we have to be completely sold out to the Lord. We have to be in a relationship with Him. So when calamity hits and crisis strikes, we don't lash out at the Lord, but we draw near to Him and draw close to Him because sin affects Him too. One day, God's going to set things right, and sin is going to be taken out of this world. And as a matter of fact, the Christians, the followers of Jesus, is going to be rescued from this world of hurt and sin. But until that day happens, we will have to continue to work through, live through, and stay close to the Lord through the effects of sin. Sin affects everyone and we have to remember that i pray today that god will have his peace upon you that he will that you will that you will allow him to enlighten you through his word and through prayer that's the only way you're going to have a relationship with the lord but i pray that through his word and through his through prayer that you will feel the presence of god and the peace no matter what you may be going through today Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. God, be with your people today, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for joining me today. This concludes today's devotion. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again tomorrow. And for the rest of this week, probably cover a proverb tomorrow uh, before we go into another Psalms for the for the end of the week. But I look forward to seeing you and, hear, and you hearing from me again tomorrow. And you, uh, once again, I thank you for uh, listening to these podcasts, and more than anything, I pray that it lifts you up and brightens your day through the Word of God. God bless you. Have a great day.